Hey guys, welcome back to the Disciple Husband Father Podcast, where I hope we can all draw closer to Jesus with what God has taught me through life experiences and examples of others. I'm Bruno Seeloff, and I'll be your host. If you're just stumbling on this podcast or someone recommended it to you, well, then you haven't missed too much because only two weeks ago, I began this journey. And like I've said, I'm just a regular Christian guy trying to follow Jesus who's been through a divorce. I'm a father to one little, almost three-year-old boy, but looking forward to more kids definitely one day and another chance to be a husband. It's kind of late now, um, and it's been a long week for me, uh, just sitting in my room and uh, wanting to catch everybody up on what's been going on. Um, Today I'd like to share a little bit about what I know about being a husband, um, which is not, doesn't come from much experience. Um, I'll share some of the most common mistakes we make in a marriage, uh, how I feel I've made those mistakes in the past, uh, as well as my hope for right now and the future. Uh, Like I said, this has been a, a pretty long week for me. Um, a full week. Uh, for those who know my journey and my story, uh, I've been going through a separation and a divorce and a custody battle um, over the last two and a half, almost three years. Uh, and last week, uh, my divorce was was signed. Uh, we both signed it. So that uh, season, that chapter of my life has now finally come to a close. Um, like anything, you know, uh, we all have to grieve losses. Um, we all grieve them in different ways, at different times. This was just the final step uh, in the process for me in this divorce. Um, I've I've grieved this uh, a while ago and really just been kind of waiting for, for this time to come so I could... I could finally move forward with what God has for me. Uh, So it's not what I hope for everyone that found themselves, that would find themselves in my situation or what I went through or experienced, but uh, it's definitely, I'm definitely at peace. Um, So don't worry about that. I'm I'm definitely at peace with the whole situation, uh, even though it's not what any of us hope for when we get married. Um, But like with everything, God gives us hope. He has given me hope. He stuck with me. He has withheld, he has upheld his promises to me. He has been answering the desires of my heart, my prayers, even the ones that I don't even know that I'm praying. Um, So there's that. Uh, I also started going out on my own this week on sales calls with my new job, and that's not easy, especially for someone like me who's never been in sales. Um, I'm also really not hard on myself, but I have high expectations for myself, and um, it's just been hard not being able to uh, make the sales that uh, I thought I could make, Uh, so there's just a lot of learning there. And just pray that uh, I don't get too down on myself when I don't make the sale. Uh, 
um, go out this week again and try it again and learn from my mistakes and hopefully uh hopefully I can make a sale or two so that would be good um and last but definitely not least and this is where God has answered my prayers and hope has definitely come through uh the most amazing godly woman who I believe God has created from the desires of my own heart whom I've been seeing for a while now along with three of her kids with her three kids finally got to meet my son and we all had a wonderful weekend together we got to spend the 4th of July together at my parents uh seeing fireworks um we went to we spent the day today together and went to uh an amusement park and just had a really great weekend um and I'll share more on that relationship definitely in the weeks, months and, and years to come, but this is a whole another aspect now that uh I'm learning and learning about blending families and the beauty of that, uh learning what that's about and and how God uses all of us in so many different ways uh to impact each other. Um and really how we're we're all like blended. I mean we're all God's family and in a way everybody is really blended but this this is just another beautiful way that God uses even what was hurtful or the pain that we went through how he uses it and brings new life and newness and the promises that he's had for us and he gives us he fulfills those he fulfills those promises Um so like I said it's been a pretty full week but I just wanted to um talk a little bit about like I said being a husband and uh maybe a little bit about marriage um I uh I have some most common mistakes that people make in a marriage um as I look at this list I can see where some of these things uh that were done I can see some of these things were done to me and how how they were done to me uh but I'm only going to talk about uh I'm only going to admit my shortcomings but hopefully your heart will be convicted in areas that need conviction like mine did uh so number 1 believing that you will always be happy is a mistake that people make in marriage Um I think that's a big one for me. I always believed that the other person would make me happy. Um and really we know only only God can make us happy. Things don't make us happy. People don't make us happy. People will one thing that I learned people will always let you down. Um it's not that you go into any relationship or partnership whatever it is with that uh expectation that people will let you down but if we put all of our hope in someone to make us happy and then they let us down that's even worse but understanding that we're human and we will make mistakes we will mess up we will let each other down number 2 not understanding what your not understanding that your spouse has expectations of you this is kind of tricky i think uh because there are some people who who don't have expectations uh there are some people who teach that you shouldn't go into a marriage with expectations 
um, but some people do. Uh, so it's really, I think, it just comes down to communication in this area, uh, finding out what those expectations are, if they have them, if they don't. Uh, everyone's different. Every relationship is different. I don't think there's one answer for this area. Um, another mistake is not realizing that men and women have different needs. Um, this one's kind of a no-brainer, I think. Um, hopefully, because men and women are different. Um, I didn't really, I don't think I really made this mistake, uh, but I guess there are some people who do. Uh, another mistake is keeping your grievances to yourself and hoping they will go away. Um, again, another one that really wasn't big for me, but, uh, if you have grievances, take them to God. Don't keep them to yourself. Um, they're not just going to go away. All right. This is a big one here. Another mistake is putting all of your energy into hobbies and activities outside the home rather than into the marriage. This was a big one for me. Um, I really wanted to do a lot of things. Um, and the one thing that, uh, was the biggest was I was really into baseball growing up. And, um, so after I got married, my first marriage, I was still trying to pursue that dream and I spent a lot of money and a lot of time away, um, during that beginning of that marriage and putting it into baseball. And, uh. I know that hurt the relationship tremendously. So, guys, just get all that stuff out of the way before you're married. Um, or at least, at least have your wife on board. But don't spend time away from your wife, especially, especially early on in your marriage, in the beginning of your marriage. It's not good. Um, putting your own needs and desires ahead of those of your spouse. Again, I think that's common sense, but sometimes we do, we, we forget, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, not sharing intimate details of your lives with one another. That's, again, just, you are married to this person. They should be your best, not best friend, but they should be the closest person to you. Uh, I believe, um, guys, if you got a lot of close guy friends, that's cool. But I mean, your your wife, you need to be sharing things with her. Um, and if you don't feel that you can, maybe maybe you guys should talk to somebody else or um, kind of get some help in that area. But you should be able to share details of your lives with one another. Uh, allowing hurt, anger, and grief to pile up. That wasn't really a big one for me, but I guess some people, that, that's that's big. Just don't allow hurt, anger, and grief to pile up. Um, focusing only on the sexual aspect of marriage for intimacy. This is a big one that, that the world, I think, preaches to us. Uh, or, or, you know, just kind of tries to um, highlight in a way that uh, 
you should really only focus on the sexual aspect of your marriage. Um, if you're not being satisfied in that area, uh, you know, then, then you should go find it somewhere else, uh, I guess. But really, even more so, what I learned from that, this is the, the intimacy part. And it's not just the sexual aspect of your marriage that's intimate. Um, but when we talk about intimacy, it's really into me, you see. So creating that intimacy with your spouse is allowing them to see you, to see into you. That's intimacy, at least from the way that I understand it. Yes, there's sexual intimacy, there's physical intimacy, but really, you should be able to see into your spouse. Turning your anger inward until it becomes depression. I know some people can suffer from that, so just be aware of that. And, uh, oh, this is a big one. Two, these last two. Not acknowledging there is a problem. That's a big mistake. Not acknowledging there is a problem. But when you do, maybe you should seek some help. Um... There were plenty of times where I didn't acknowledge that there was a problem. But then there were also many times where I didn't seek help. And finally, believing that everything is okay. Wow. This, I think, was the biggest one. Just, you know, if you can look into your spouse's eyes and you can honestly say everything is okay... then I don't think you've put in enough work or I don't think you've looked into yourself enough because we're all human and there's always something we need to work on. Yes, yes, in general, okay, things things may be okay. You know, you may be happy. Um, everything may be, may be good in some way, but believing that everything is okay uh, we can, we, we, there's always a, there's always areas for us to grow. Always. And I learned that the hard way. Um, I am taking, hoping to take, trying to take everything that I've learned from my first marriage and take it into my next marriage um, whenever that happens. Uh, And... I believe our God is a God of second chances. Um, I I really believe that. I think another thing is like, we we really consider how today's behavior is affecting tomorrow's destiny. Uh, Not to mention the lives of those we love. That's, uh, that's something to think about too. Um, In marriage, we should allow ourselves to be vulnerable, impressionable, teachable, and correctable with our spouses. We should be deeply influenced by our lover. But guys, don't confuse this with control. Ladies, please don't try and control your husbands. And husbands, don't allow yourselves to be walked all over like a doormat. I'm I'm just going to say it. Um, I was walked all over, I not walked all, sorry, I was allowed to be walked, I allowed myself to be walked over, 
Um, I was very passive. Um, I'm not saying like, oh, you need to stand up and be a man and, you know, you don't talk to me like that, right? Like, I'm not saying that. No. No. Be Christ, right? Be Christ to your spouse. Husbands, love your love your wives as Christ loved the church. Simply that, okay? But don't be a doormat. And wives, respect your husbands. So I hope, I hope this was helpful in some way. I hope that um, my my vulnerability and my my honesty uh, it definitely helped remind me of things that I've done and where I've been. And uh, I definitely have hope for the future. I have hope for all marriages, um, and uh, I hope that. Uh, with the second chances that God is giving me and, and will will give me, uh, that I'll be able to, to one day come back on here and talk more about uh, how I'm how God is using me in my next marriage. Uh, but for now, I just pray. Want to pray for all marriages uh, and especially husbands and wives who are are struggling. Whether they just want to give up, or they feel like they can't do anything else, or maybe they feel like they made a mistake in marrying this person, but I want to speak hope and, and life into into all those people uh, right now in those situations. So, Father God, I thank you for marriage. I thank you for the gift of marriage. I thank you for what you created marriage to be. You. You created this beautiful sacrament, this beautiful union of of man and and woman. Two flesh become one. Let what God has joined together, that what, what God has joined together, let no man separate. And Father God, I pray that for all those husbands and wives that just may be on the edge of giving up or they've already given up that that you convict their hearts and you turn them to you that you turn their focus off of one another and you point them to you draw them to you because when they're drawn to you they'll be drawn to one another I thank you for what you've done in my life what you're doing in my life and what you will do in my life. I thank you for my son, for any children that I'll have in the future, God, for the opportunity to be a father, for another opportunity to be a husband. I thank you, God, for all you're doing in the lives of everyone who's listening to this. And I pray that you will meet them this week and be with them and show them what it is like to be a husband or to be a wife whoever's listening thank you God for your love and your grace I ask this in Jesus name Amen
Well, I hope you guys have a great week and uh, look forward to talking with you soon. God bless. Thank you.